The Gary Danielson Report is brought to you by William Hill. Bet now with William Hill, America's number one sports book, on the app and at williamhill.com. All right, Gary Danielson's with us now, as he is each week. Gary, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you doing? Good, thank you. All right, a couple things uh, off last week. Well, really, let's just move on to this week. I mean, one thing, Herm uh, did beat Michigan State, which was pretty good, and then yeah, they got San Diego yeah. State this week. Uh, Stanford won, as we thought, so we, we expected that too. But LSU-Auburn, uh, interesting game this week. Uh, you know, uh, people are expecting Auburn. I mean, they're a pretty big favorite in the game, but uh, interesting game with LSU and Auburn. It, it is, and, and it goes back. You know, the game is, stands alone. I mean, there's always so many good football players in the game, and it always means so much. But ironically, you know, last year, Auburn losing this game is what really turned them around. They refocused. They really weren't playing what, what I felt was with, with an edge. They seemed a little bit flighting in their play calling. And after this game, both Jared Stidham, the quarterback, and Gus Malzahn running that quirky offense he runs, refocused. They turned it over a little bit more to carry on Johnson. And then Stidham found his way. And at the end of the year, as you remember, at home when they knocked off, you know, Georgia and Alabama, I mean, they were as good as any team in the country. They got nicked up a little bit, but I – you know, I don't know. They were still as bad as they were with carry on playing on one leg or in that game, as I recall, or a rib or something. They, you know, they were down six ball in the 50 yard line and a chance to win that game. And had they gotten healthy, they might have been tough to beat. And they are loaded coming back with defensive NFL talent up front. They've got four defensive linemen that'll get drafted. They've got two linebackers that'll get drafted, and they're very skilled at the cornerback position. LSU will have to play better than they did against Miami to beat Auburn here. Ole Miss a couple of years ago uh, thought they were mm-hmm. f- starting to, to recruit the kind of players that could take them to the top of the SEC. We know that there were a couple of things that got out of kilter and stuff. But overall, right. uh, they still are – I call them dangerous anyway. I mean, they can have a good game now and again, but here comes Alabama. They do, and they're dangerous because they're good at quarterback, and they've got a receiver who can go up. You know, Alabama's not going to change, and that's how they've been able to score points against Alabama. They have receivers that are tall and ranging. They go up and fight for those, you know, people call them back shoulder throws, 50-50 throws, whatever you want to say. They've got guys that put Alabama's corners in precarious spots, team, you know, Clemson did it to them in the national championship game, Alabama. So if you're going to beat them, you got to bring a quarterback. They got that. And now, you know, they got a receiver that can give them problems. And, you know, I mean, I said all along and, you know, I don't, so far the, I don't want to say the chalk is held because Kentucky beat Florida. And I think yep. Florida is probably more talented. Although, by the way, if I could just digress a minute, Mark Stoops is a guy to watch as a coach who could take on a big-time program. Yeah, okay, that's, that's a, a that's tough a, job at Kentucky, and he's that's doing a, a great job a, there. That, yeah, that's an impossible job at Kentucky. Impossible. It, it, he's doing a great – you know, Mark Stoops at Kentucky, He he's he's south of all the Big Ten players, so he fights for the second, you know, guys yeah. of the, that the Big Ten turns over, and he's north of the SEC players. He's yep. right in that no-man's land, and he's doing a great job, and they play – Plus, you're at a basketball school. You're at, a ba- you're, you're at the basketball school in the football conference. Give him all the credit in the world. He's built a tough program. They don't. They know how to play football. But you know, I I, I think 
uh, Ole Miss is a team that can score. The problem for Ole Miss now is that Alabama can score. And, and, and before, Alabama used to try to play it a little closer to the vest. And, uh, you know, they, but I, I still think for Ole Miss to beat them, it's going to have to be similar to a couple of years ago when they beat them. Alabama's going to have to turn the ball over. And that's possible, but they're going to have to turn the ball over to lose the game. I'm talking with Gary Danson about college football, Ohio State at TCU. So, uh, you know, TCU has made strides. Now this is the now the big time. Uh, this is the last of the, uh, and I say it with yeah. uh, tongue-in-cheek, the last of the Urban Meyer exile games. Uh, so, yeah. uh, but, yeah. uh, but obviously he's allowed to be there, or, you know, coach. He's allowed to be closer to the proximity this week, but right. like he's ever been away. But uh, the point is, is Ohio, you know, does TCU have a puncher's chance to make this interesting? Watching them play so far the year this year, you would say no. However, I don't think Gary Patterson, TCU head coach, has been able to get his team's attention because of this third game, Ohio State, coming there. They just couldn't focus in in our first two games. I watched them against Houston. They slept, sleptwalked through the first half of that game. But they've got speed. They play good defense. And just like Michigan State going to Arizona, which I don't get, you know, to play in that little thing, I, I think this, you know, I mean, listen, Ohio State's got probably top to bottom as good as any talent, as anybody has talent in, in college football. But going into Texas, TCU has played big football games, and i got to believe they're pointing for this football game. Oh, no question. And, and then this is another one that's dangerous, Washington, Utah. Nothing to gain there, and Utah's a dangerous right. team. Dangerous and game. tough, yep. and tough, and they always are right there, and, and especially at home. Kyle Whittingham, he plays, you know, here's what he does. He does what he's always done. They play man-to-man bump-and-run coverage. They put their safety four yards from the line of scrimmage, and they dare you to throw the football, and they're coming after you. He blitzes as much as anybody in college football. They play mean, tough football. They run the ball, and Kyle has them play. You know, they're strong, tough guys at Utah. They're a lot of them been on missions. A lot of them Samoan strong kids that are nearly men there. And it could be a uh, – I, I see Utah being right in this game. In fact, I kind of like Utah in this game. Yeah, Utah can definitely win that game. There's no question. Uh, and, and, and let's say, you know, last week the other game I want to talk about was we talked about could Clemson get scared by A&M. Right. A&M not only scared him, A&M – outgained them by 150 yards, and if it didn't turn the ball over, you right. know, could have easily won that game, Out really outplayed them from scrimmage the entire night, and, and, and could have easily won that game. I told you, that's a tough place to play. Very hard. And, you know, the SEC has had a great start this year. I mean, and, and the games they've won, they've won the big games. But perhaps this loss, by A&M to Clemson, because I think Clemson's going to roll into the playoffs. I don't think, do not believe they're going to lose a game. This loss by, to A&M, by the SEC and A&M team, because I think A&M is going to end up in the middle of the pack in the SEC, is going to be as important to the conference as the win over Miami or the win by Mississippi State over Kansas State. You win a game like that, I mean, if you play toe-to-toe against an elite team like that, you gain a lot of credit. And I know, you know, a bit tongue-in-cheek, uh, Jimbo Fisher got a huge contract, and he lost the game. 
And I'm thinking that his agent might have called up A&M and said, we want to renegotiate things as good as he's done. And I think the A&M people said, you know, you may be right. He's exactly what we wanted. Absolutely. And a quarterback that threw for 430 yards in the game. Yep. And, and, he, and he managed him well. It, they weren't cheap throws either. You know, they were, you know, they, obviously they went no huddle. They went spread. But there were tight ends on the field. There was toughness. They didn't just go away from running the ball. They weren't all bubble screens. They stood up and ran a pro offense, and they kept that great Clemson front four off balance. Very, very interesting. Uh, you know, uh, now it's funny. You know, you mentioned uh, Michigan State gaining nothing. That's a weird game right. to schedule to go Don't play. Don't even know why they do that. And I'll I, tell if you, if I was Michigan State, Mike, I would rather play at Georgia or at Florida. Right. There's nothing travel. to gain. Yeah, there's nothing to be gained in this game. Either. In that heat, in that time zone, and that travel like that, there's no way. I, I, I wouldn't want to do that. And, you know, you they had control of the game, and they let it go. And you, you have to wonder. I didn't see quite the end of it. But you have to wonder if they just wilted because that's a tough place to play in that. Very tough place to play. But, you know, it, it got everybody paying attention to Herm. That's for sure. It got him a lot of attention well, he this deserves week. It. Yeah. He deserves it. He he was, I thought, unfairly criticized for being Herm. I mean, that's we've all known Herm. You yep. know, he, he he he's a leader. He he's a motivator. And uh, to to think that you know Herm, after playing in the NFL that long, doing his you know assistant coaching, where he learned how to be an NFL coach and a head coach that he couldn't coach college. I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. Were you surprised at all? No, I don't remember where you stood on the quarterbacks that came out last year were you surprised that the one who's had the early success was donald no um if if, talking about all of the quarterbacks um it does appear that the college game and the nfl game is morphing a bit and they're they're more ready to play but i know a lot of people talked about the winner of the weekend in week one could have been cleveland because they broke their streak and all i'm saying is Baker Mayfield better be good because watching Sam Darnold play, if you're Cleveland and you've passed on Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, and now Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield better come through. Now, all indications is he is. He will. But, boy, watching Sam Darnold play and the way he moves and the way he throws, um, you know, it's funny watching the game. His arm reminds me of Matt Stafford's arm, and there's not a lot of arms in the NFL like him. Yeah, he reminds me. You know, he's always reminded me of Ben Roethlisberger. He keeps the play alive, and he, and you know that's the guy I've always compared him so to. Much, so much quicker than Ben, though. You yeah, know, he I, is. I know. He, he can move a little better, but they both have yeah. that same kind of blocky. You know, you know they're pretty big kids, and and, and also and they're good at keeping the play him. along too. Uh, you know, they keep the play alive really well. They throw guys off. They they're good uh, in the huddle. They move around well in there. They do a good job in and making plays when the play breaks down. And 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 he's got a gun. And I, you know, I just you know to start his career the way he did, I thought it was a terrible call to put a. a Yep. A, a rookie quarterback into a throwback situation like that early. Now, you know, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't supposed to throw it there. Maybe he wasn't. But, I don't know. But if he yeah. did, either way, you know what? He, he shook it off, though. And that's the thing. He did. And, and I can tell you, when I went out to their camp this year, and I know those guys pretty well, when I went out there, uh, they basically said, we don't even want to tell people how excited we are about this guy because totally. we want to put pressure on him. They said totally. he's picked everything up so fast, and he has been so good that we don't want to even say how good he's been. That's how good he's been. And they were like, well, he, he, he was, it was like he'd been here 10 years when he was there a week. 
it was fun to watch him play and, and uh, not against my Lions, I'll have to say, but it was. How about now? Tell me this: do, do you buy into now? This is off the. This is off your path, but let me ask it right. anyway. Do you buy in that the there's there's so much trouble with Patricia and his players after one week? Well, I mean, it is a big change in styles that the Lions are going through. I mean, compared to what you know they how they were coached before, it was almost like a fatherly type uh, situation there, and you know players. They'll adjust. I, I, I don't know how good the Lions are, to tell you the truth. They look, to me, the thing that was most scary to me is they looked slow on defense. And that can be from too tough of a camp. You know, some of those veteran players might have not lost their legs and didn't get them back. But they're pros. They're getting paid like pros, and they better figure out a way. You know, Stafford is not going to play like that all year. He had one of those games, people – you know, he tried, he tried to stick a couple in that he shouldn't have, and you're going to have to live with that with Matt Stafford. I mean, we saw Aaron Rodgers do that, and, you know, he took chances with the ball, and they all worked. Amazing. the Bears, you know, the yeah. amazing performance. What a great player. Yes, thanks very much. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Mike. Gary Danielson, uh, back after this.